Hello, and welcome to a special edition of the Colorful Plates podcast. I'm your host, Stephen Medina, and today we're going to do something a little bit different. Now, our podcast usually divides its time in highlighting culinary innovation, produce market updates, and some type of shenanigans between myself and Brian Denton. But today, we're excited to share an interview with our friends at First Fruit Marketing in Yakima, Washington. I had the opportunity to speak with Chuck Zutenhorst, who is the general manager at First Fruits and has been with them for the better part of nearly two decades. Chuck and I talk about an innovative new apple variety that is sure to change the game for chefs and kitchens everywhere. Let's take a listen. Tell me a little bit about what makes the opal apple the opal apple and why that's so special. Yeah, so obviously the industry's got this incredible proliferation of, of varieties. And so we were actually looking for something that was a little bit different in a couple of ways. Number one, it's yellow. In fact, it's not just yellow, it's butter yellow, uh, so it really sticks out as far as the color. But what makes it so unique is, is the overall condition and taste of the apple. So the apple is an extremely dense, hard apple, and that's what we love about it. So it's a, it's a sweet apple, so it's not, a, it's not a, an apple that's going to give you a sour taste in your mouth like a Granny Smith. It's a, it's a very sweet apple, and, and it's actually the parentage in it. It's a cross between a Golden Delish apple and a Topaz a lot of the new apple varieties are Gala Braeburn crosses, and so there's some uniqueness in the parentage of this as well. So what makes it so wonderful uh, overall is just the fact that it maintains its condition. It's a wonderful sweet apple taste, and probably something that we're most excited about is how it maintains its condition, both in and out of the refrigerator. It's pretty cool. Yeah, that's really cool. Talk to me a little bit about what that means when you say it keeps its condition. You know, if people could ever do have a complaint about an apple, it's whether or not they pick up one and it doesn't have good condition. So they might enjoy a, these different apple flavors, but probably the biggest turnoff is if they pick up an apple and it, it's not crunchy. And that's what we love about the opal is that uh, it is an extremely hard apple and it maintains that condition. And there's another really cool thing about it as well, which we think is, makes it such a wonderful apple for food service, is the fact that when you cut the apple to serve it uh, however you're going to do it, it has natural antioxidants, so it doesn't brown. So it's a non-GMO apple, and uh, so it actually, there's an enzyme uh, in, in a lot of produce that when you cut an apple and you, and you injure that cell, uh, that's when it's exposed to oxygen that creates that browning characteristic. In this particular case, there's very little of that enzyme. The apple doesn't brown when you cut it. So you can cut it and leave it out and eat it, and it, main, it maintains its condition. So it makes it a really uh, neat apple overall, just plus the overall eating experience on it is so good. So it's just got a very crisp, flavorful, sweet taste. Like I said, bricks level-wise, it, it's generally between 16 and 20 bricks. So it's uh, pretty incredible. Kind of kind of hits all the boxes when it comes to apple. If you like apples, you're going to like this one. Yeah, and what a game changer for chefs. I mean, an apple that doesn't brown, I know chefs have to either prep and put it in some type of wash to keep them from browning ahead of time. But to be able to prep an apple and know that you can just leave it and it will be good uh, is huge. And do you know about how long the apple will hold before it starts to brown? No, not necessarily. Like, I've had one cut them, you know, eat one and leave it on my desk, you know, for four, five, six hours. Basically, for as long as you're going to want to eat it, it's not going to brown. It's, it's, it's pretty incredible. And people have tested it and tried it and thought that we were out of our minds. Quick editor's note, we did try it here, and we thought they were out of their minds until we cut into it and let it sit out. It was pretty awesome. But it... It's a wonderful characteristic, and that's why we think it lends itself so well to food service because it be used in all different types of cooking uh, and different preparation styles, and the, app, and the apple doesn't have to be, you know, you have to use a 
citric acid or anything else on it to keep it from browning. It just has that natural part of what it is. Yeah, and forgive me if this sounds a bit naive, but was that something you were after when you were creating this apple, or did that just happen as a byproduct? Yeah, actually, we were you know we were going for the yellow color and the taste and the condition, which is so amazing. And yeah, we got lucky, and we ended up with this other quality as well. So it kind of just adds to the overall value of, of the opal. So you've got, all, like you said, all the boxes are checked. You are able to get an apple that tastes great, that maintains its, uh, its shape and firmness, and then on top of that, it also doesn't brown. That's uh, That seems like a, a home run when it comes to, to apples. Yeah, I mean, it really, it really does. I mean, when you think about all the things that you would like to have in that fruit, this apple hits them all. And uh, and that's why it's the number one new uh, proprietary apple variety in the, in the United States. So it's doing really well, and, and it's because of all those characteristics that's putting it where it is. So let's take this into the kitchen. It sounds like the Opal Apple works in almost any application, but are there certain applications that the Opal is better suited for? Where do you see this fitting in to a chef's menu? Yeah, so I, I think the beauty of the apple is it can be used in so many ways. So not only... If you're a straight apple consumer and you want to eat it just like it is, or maybe you have kids and you want to take it home and slice it up because of the condition and the, and the non-browning characteristic. But I, I think it has some pretty incredible pieces beyond that. And so when it comes to a chef, and, and obviously the non-browning characteristics are huge, but I, I just think the condition aspect of it and the taste profile lend itself to just about any type of apple recipe you'd like to, to, to use it in. It's an apple that has so many different usages because of its great characteristics. And, and, and here's the interesting part. I'm not overstating any of it. That's truly what this apple can do. Uh, and you got to pick it up and try it. It's it's that remarkable. Yeah, it sounds like one of those uh, too good to be true uh, scenarios for for a chef to say like, wait, you're telling me this is tasting great. It lasts. It keeps its condition, and it's not going to brown. What's the catch? But it doesn't sound like there is one. It sounds like you guys have come across and created an apple that really uh, lends itself to being a chef's best friend. Right, and it's an apple that grows in a lot of different size profiles. So. It, we, we get a pretty nice balance in the size, so depending on where a chef needed to be on the size of the apple, we're getting pretty good at it at making sure that all of the things that we're saying are happening all of the time. So in how we handle it, how we store it, our volume levels are coming up to the fact that we can, we'd like to see it out of our system be uh, have a 12-month usage period as well. We're not quite there yet, but our production is moving in that direction. Pretty incredible, pretty fun, pretty amazing characteristics associated with the apple overall. One thing that we're also seeing is this, you know, don't make no mistake, this, this isn't a Golden Delish apple. It's yellow, but it has nothing to do with the Golden Delish. It's a completely different variety because of its crunch and its flavor. So I think that's the other side of it. Golden's used to be a very prominent apple used in food service, and this apple will completely just take it away. Yeah, it sounds like the Opal has the ability to kind of usurp any go-to apple for a chef. This just has it all. It seems like it could be really the, the next king of the apples. Yeah, tr- truly. See, and, the, and the point is, is if, if a chef is needing a sweet apple, and you know that's the application that he's looking for, this is the apple to make that happen for all the reasons that we've just talked about. All the boxes are, are checked. Pretty amazing and pretty cool. We're looking forward to seeing what we can do with, uh, with it within food service. Chuck, this is really exciting. We at the podcast here love hearing about new innovative products, and the Opal Apple definitely hits the mark. So chefs, 
get in touch with the distributor, get in touch with First Fruits Marketing so you can get your hands on these Opal apples. Now, Chuck, before I let you go, is there a place that chefs or culinary professionals could go to learn more about the Opal apples? Yeah, they, if you just, it's uh, opalapples.com. That's all you have to type in. I would also t- tell any chef this. We have a foam sock six-pack that we would be more than happy to send to any of them at any time as a sample. They can have it in a couple of days, and they can try this out for themselves. So we're excited to get it in front of them. So if they would like to see what it looks like, but more importantly, if they would like to see how it reacts and tastes and does what I'm saying it does do, then let us get it in, in their hands. We'll have it there in a couple of days, and they can see uh, they can see what we have going on. Well, it seems like it's the real deal. You guys aren't, uh, you, you stand behind your product and, and I've had them and I know I love them. It is really remarkable and it is, it feels like it's too good to be true, but they are um, exactly as they're being uh, described and marketed. So Chuck, thank you so much. This is really exciting stuff. Chefs, as you heard, uh, we'll drop the link into our show notes. Make sure you know uh, how to get in touch with them to get uh, a sample if you want to try this out. And uh we look forward to hearing more about what uh, First Fruits is up to and, and just changing the Apple game forever. Thank you so much, Chuck. You betcha. Thanks. I appreciate the opportunity. Thank you. Well, that's it for today. Another huge thank you to Chuck and First Fruits Marketing for sharing with us about the Opal Apple. Don't forget to check it out at opalapples.com. Make sure to check out the show notes for links on First Fruits and the Opal Apples. You can find Colorful Plates on Facebook and Twitter by searching for Colorful Plates or at ColorfulPLTS. We're also on Instagram at colorfulplates.co. If you have any feedback or suggestions, drop us a line at podcast at colorfulplates.co. Thanks again for listening. And as always, stay fresh. Stay fresh.